Hello and welcome back to Tales of Grim. This is your host Tyler. And I'm Tori. And uh, today's episode is brought to you by Scare for Less, where we scare people for less things. I don't know, less money? Yeah? What do we scare people less for? Less than other people would scare them for? Mm. I don't know. I don't know, that's not as scary. It's a fake advertisement in case you didn't know, but uh, yep, that's where we're at today. <laughs> but yeah, so um, today's scary topic of the day is going to be a fun movie that we happened to watch the other day. I rewatched it for the first time in many, many years. And we were talking about the movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I so, just can't with that one. <laughs> Tori, why don't, you, uh, why don't you step us through the plot of this movie? Okay, so... Like all scary movies, it starts in a small-ish town. There's only, like, two police officers. And this spaceship of these killer clowns lands somewhere in the forest. People go check it out. People die. By turning into cotton candy. Yeah, so these clowns are aliens. And, you know, they're kind of deformed looking, and they have this cotton candy gun that they uh, shoot at people to turn them into giant cocoons of cotton candy. It's fantastic. This movie was made in, I believe, 1988, and it has, like, such a big cult classic. Actually, this last um, Fright Fest at Universal, they had the Killer Clowns from Outer Space maze. It was fantastic. Please tell me that the makeup was better than this. Uh, it was about equally on par. If I saw any of those clowns in real life, I would laugh. Yeah, but you have to remember it's a haunted maze, and uh, they're pretty scary. They, they can turn something ridiculous. I mean, the Ghostbusters one actually had, like, some real scary Yeah, moments. but that's going with ghosts. That's not going with ridiculous-looking clowns. Yeah, but Ghostbusters is like a full-on comedy. True. Yeah, see? And they made that into a scary maze. It was, well... Yeah, it was scary, but it was but I had again, a lot of cool ghosts moments. versus clowns. Uh... Hey, clowns are terrifying, Pennywise. Clown from Eli Roth's movie. Yes. Yeah, the Joker sometimes. Scary clown. Scary clowns are a thing. <laughs> eh, I mean there is a phobia for them, so I guess some people are scared of them. Yeah, I'm just not. I don't, uh, I don't know if you remember my brother's friend Jason, but he had a deathly fear of clowns growing up. Really? Yes. Hmm. I don't know if he still has it, but he probably still does to some extent. <laughs> probably. Yeah. No, clowns are super terrifying. I'm personally not terrified of them. Sure. Uh, let's look at the serial killer, John Wayne Gacy, who used to dress up as a clown and kill people. Terrifying. Yes. Yeah. And then all of the... Was that a few years ago? All of the clowns that were on the streets. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Clowns are can be very terrifying things. Well, yeah. Obviously, if someone's going to kill you, you're going to be terrified whether they're a clown or not. I don't know. You know, if I saw someone dressed up as, like, Tinkerbell trying to kill me, I, I don't... I think I'd just let it happen at that point, because that's just pretty funny. <laughs> also, think really? of the, think if of the Tinkerbell news... Tinkerbell came after you with, like, a gun... If someone dressed up as Tinkerbell came at me with a gun... I would just let it happen, basically, at that point. Because imagine the news headline. Man killed by Tinkerbell. First <laughs> off, that might plummet Disney's stock because, you know, Tinkerbell's their character. Which actually is kind of sad when I think about it. But also, it's a man being... she's their character? Well, or? because then Disney would be losing money. 
But the news headline, man shot by Tinkerbell, I think is kind of funny. <laughs> Not if it happened to someone else. If it happened to me, it would be funny. That being said, let's get back to the subject on hand of killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> so we start off this movie, as uh, Tori said, a spaceship land. You know, you have all like these teenagers that are really like people in like their 30s. Uh, making out on like a lover's lane and you have this uh, nerdy brother duo that work at work in an ice cream truck which they only have to pick up chicks yeah it's so funny and you know they're making like a bunch of like dirty ice cream jokes it's ridiculous but then all of a sudden you know two girls come out and they're like oh you know uh we promised you all the free ice cream let's just park here in lover's lane area and they're like oh we're not those type of girls <laughs> And it's, I, I think it's funny because they're also, like, licking and sucking on phallic-shaped ice cream as they're, like, making these jokes. And, and that adds to, like, the 80s humor. Of course. Yeah, you know, dirty humor. <laughs> so then after this happens, uh, one of the, the main character, him and his girl, they see this, like, comet go overhead, so they go after it. And that's how they find the spaceship, which is in the shape of a circus tent. Prior to that, we have... The, uh, the old man that's like, don't go down that road now, who uh, sees the comet also before this young couple gets there, and him and his dog Pooh Bear decide to go check it out. <laughs> and as they get to the tent, Pooh Bear gets captured in a giant net. Literally a whole, like, you see the shadow of the clown, and then when the farmer rounds the corner, the dog is still there, there's a hole that opens up. And the clown just sticks a net out, and we hear the dog whimpering. And Pooh Bear got taken. Pooh Bear got taken. R.I.P. Pooh Bear. Yeah, and the whole time, too, I'm laughing because the owner is talking to his dog as if he's going to respond, but I can also get on board with that because I talk to my animals, too. Yeah, I was going to say, you talk to your animals all the time. <laughs> but it's just so weird when you see people in movies. Like, talking to their animals. Well, it's just lazy writing because it's them trying to express things when there's no one else there to talk to. No, I know. I mean, but why not get, like, the farmer and his wife or something? Like, then at least there's a little more dialogue No, there. but but that sticks to the normal horror trope as, you know, there's, like, the, the soothsayer character who is normally, like, old man Winters who's like, don't go over there. If you go over there, something bad's gonna happen. But then he's not the soothsayer because he's the first one that dies. That's a good point. He's not the one that's like, oh, don't go over there. Like, no one is really the soothsayer in, like, the movie at all. Yeah. No, uh, no that's a good point. But there's so many deaths. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> Just... Oh my god. My, uh, one of my favorite kills was the uh, <laughs> the lady opens the door and there's a clown there with a pizza box and you think it's like, and there's, and, you know, she's in like a nightgown and you like can kind of see through her clothes a little thing. bit. And it has like weird porno-esque music. And then all of a sudden two more clowns come out. So there's three clowns and you're just like, oh my god, is she about to bang these clowns? And then the pizza box opens and another clown with a little cotton candy gun comes out and shoots her. <laughs> ridiculous that one was kind of funny uh, my favorite I don't think it was a kill per se but um, in the movie they have a fast food restaurant that's like Big Top Burgers I think it was yeah. called or something like that 
And this little girl who doesn't want to eat her food, gets annoyed at her mom or whatever, really silent throughout the whole thing. She looks out the window and she sees a clown basically playing peekaboo with her, trying to, like, lure her outside. And she goes enough to open the door, but then her mom comes by and drags her back. And the clown's like, dang it. I know. He gets, like, a little sad face on him. He's just like, ah, my kill. There's also the other moment where the one clown comes on comes in on the tricycle and there's like the biker gang. Oh yeah. And the biker takes the clown's bike and destroys it and all of a sudden the clown jumps out of frame and comes back and he has boxing gloves on. And I can't remember what he said. He's like, beat him up, beat him up or something. He says something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, the biker's like, oh, what are you going to do? Knock my block off? And the clown punches him in the chin and his head literally goes flying off. The most ridiculous thing. Also, the popcorn gun and the balloon dog. Yes. Oh my god. So as the two main characters, um, the two teenagers from Lover's Lane. Which I can't, honestly cannot even picture their names. They've said it probably countless times, but the names just were not memorable. It literally. I don't... I, I don't remember most of, like, any of their names, really. Yeah. Like, I know... I want to say Dave was one of the characters. Was that the boyfriend or was that the... I don't even remember. And we just watched this yesterday. I know. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) when the two lovers are trying to escape out of the fun house after they find the cotton candy cocoons of dead people and whatnot, the clowns are following them and they shoot a popcorn gun at them, which in turn, lets them trail them. Yeah, like, the popcorn gets on them, basically. And it, it's so funny, because it goes flying and chasing after him until it hits him. Basically, yeah. Um, and then one of the other clowns that's following them makes this balloon dog to sniff them out. Yeah, the dog comes to life, it starts barking, and it leads them to... after him. And, then, and at this point, the couple already had just gotten in the car. They back up, run over the balloon dog, and pop it. And then the clowns are trying to get them out of the car, but they drive off. Yeah. And then, naturally, they go to the police station, and they're like, Oh my god, what? the police are going to think we're crazy. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh my, it's just one of the most ridiculous movies. Mm. And it's so funny to watch. Especially yeah. when, like, the king clown alien comes out at the end. And you kill them by shooting them in the nose. Yeah. And then they explode. Yep. (laughs) Destroying, hitting them in the nose kills them. Alien race has a big insta-kill button on their face. Big red target. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Although I think one of the most, maybe not ridiculous, but unbelievable, I guess, points... Was that the girl, when they're driving away, she's like, we have to go to the cops. I have a friend there. He's going to believe us. He's going to help us. Well, when they get to the station, you actually find out that this friend, the younger cop, um, he's actually her ex-boyfriend. So things get things get very uncomfortable from there. And the new boyfriend, or the new fling, or whatever he really is to the, the girl. The main guy. Yeah. Well, technically there is the two main guys. There's the girl, and then the cop, and her new thing. The new boyfriend. Yeah. I think it, I think it was Dave. 
I think so. Yeah. One of them was Dave. One of the guys was Dave. It's just so hard to keep track. It's just, you know, you just have your mouth just in awe the entire time. Like, I can't remember it being this dumb and ridiculous. And I'm sure back in the 80s when... This technology was like... Yeah, when like the special effects and everything weren't as good. I'm pretty sure that movie would have been terrifying for our parents and grandparents and whoever. Uh, we might actually have to consult your mom and dad on this point if they ever watched it. I'm sure they probably have. And then the older police officer is oh, just... Oh, the jerk one. It's just an asshole the whole time. He's, like, trying to beat people up that he arrests. And then the young cop that was the ex-boyfriend to the main girl. It's He's like, the more logical one of, like, we need to do things by the book. We cannot beat them up. Good cop, bad cop. Basically. Yeah. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is a masterpiece in yeah. itself. It's, and he somehow thinks, because the main guy... He's friends with the two that own the ice cream truck, and the three of them are supposed to be these, like, jokester pranksters. Which is so illogical, because, like, the the protagonist in this is, like, a young, kind of, like, buff, attractive guy, and then his best friends in the world that he wants to hang out with whenever he needs a good laugh or good time are, like, these two nerdy ice cream guys. Basically, like, like the weirdos from high school. Yeah, and when you look at them, you're like, if these are high schoolers, there's, or like, let's say young 20-year-olds or whatever age they're supposed to be, there is no way these people would be hanging out. Well, I think they might be in college because of, well, the drinking. Oh, uh, that's um, true. Well, no, which uh, you can't, in high school you can't drink. Well, yeah. There's a lot of high school parties with liquor. Yeah. And then I think when they booked at least two of the other people that, like, the minor characters in jail, they were talking about them going to college. So I don't know if they would be around the same age or what. Um, it never really stated whether they were, whether the main characters were in college or high school. Right. But anyway, this older officer... As soon as the main characters come into the station talking about cotton candy cocoons and killer clowns from outer space and all of that stuff, he's automatically like, oh no, like, I know you, you're a prankster with your friends, blah, 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 you're just trying to set us up. And this whole movie, even after the younger cop is calling in saying like, no, I saw these killer clowns, they've killed people, I saw them kill people, he still doesn't believe him. And with all of these calls coming into the station, he still doesn't believe him. And he thinks that the whole town is in on this elaborate prank. Whether it be like a haunted maze, someone on TV, who do you think is the creepiest clown? The new It. Bill Skarsgård? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guard. I would have to say that, that would be my most terrifying. Like, even watching Tim Curry's, because it was done so long ago, um, I wasn't really as scared of the effects. Um, like, there were some jumping moments, but I wasn't truly terrified like I was with Guard. I think that's it, really. Like, I haven't really come across clowns in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I have, they've been, you know, the non-killer kind. So, I... 
Yeah. Uh, mine is definitely Tim Curry as Pennywise because I watched that movie when I was a little kid. You know, I watch it now and obviously it's not scary. And, and the original miniseries is one of my favorites. I used to have terrifying nightmares of Pen of Tim Cur of Tim Curry Pennywise, like. Terrifying ones. Terrifying? I, I feel like the dreams would repeat themselves sometimes. He would always be after me in my dreams. Always? Always. Because he was Pennywise. Did he have a little ray gun? No, that's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Wrong one. Did you ever hear about... The, and they did a documentary on it, and I'm blanking on the actual clown's name. There was this clown that went around. It was somewhere, I think, on the East Coast or maybe one of the mid middle states. Basically, people would call this number on a flyer that he would leave around town. And when they would call, they'd be like, I want you to scare this person at this address. And this guy would literally go to their house, like, in the middle of the night and just stand there in a clown outfit and try and scare people. Wrinkles the Clown. Wrinkles the Clown? Wrinkles the Clown. You guys should look it up if you're hearing this episode. My God. Yeah. And, like, his skin is, like, super wrinkly, hence the name. Like, I can picture him very clearly. I just, I couldn't, I was blanking on it. <laughs> what other clowns do you think are scary? I don't have any personal experience, like I said. You've never done, like, a scary maze or, like, a clown jumped out at you or something like that? I mean, the only scary maze I've ever done was with you. Uh, there was the point. blackout maze, and there was, um, what was the other one? It was, like, there a fairy tale one. Yeah, the fairy tale. And Walking Dead at it? Universal. Oh, yeah. Tori doesn't like scary mazes. No. I love them. Yeah. It's a conflict we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I petrified her one time on the first maze we went into, and then she never wanted to go with me again. It was a blackout maze where they gave us one flashlight. And everything was pitch black. Eh, as pitch black as it could be. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a flashlight, so, like, you know, some light. Yeah, came which off. you kept turning on and off. And That's I how I literally... petrified her. Also, I do have to say it was kind of funny to hear all of the screams behind us because we had uh, his brother. And two of her, well, one of your friends and then one of his friends. Yeah. So the three of them were freaking out. It was mostly just my brother screaming in the background. <laughs> it was incredible. It was beautiful. It yes. was so funny, though. So if yeah. you had to call uh, Wrinkles the Clown to scare someone, who, who would you call him to scare? Honestly, I would have to say you. Not as a I want to hurt you or have you hurt kind of thing. Just I want to actually see you scared. I don't think I've ever really seen you scared. That's fair. I don't scare that easily. I grew up on you horror. You really don't. No. Like, first movie I ever watched, Scream, and I was like four years old. Yeah. Well, first movie I remember watching. I don't scare that easily. If I had to call someone for Wrinkles to scare, I feel like it would have to be my sister. Really? I, I think that would be hilarious. Because when I was younger and I did Haunted Maze with my sister, there was this one time, it was in Universal Studios, they had like a Van Helsing one. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yes, what the audience doesn't, so I'm going to explain it anyways. <laughs> of course. So, we were basically running up this, there was like this long stretch of hallway and there were like stairs at the end of it and this guy dressed up as like Igor came up behind my sister. Or well, he scared her, my sister went running, and then at the end of the maze when we got to the stairs, I kind of jumped ahead a little bit. When we got to the stairs, Igor had followed my sister through the entire maze, like, just hiding in the background. And as my sister reached the stairs, he, like, tapped on her shoulder. She turned around, screamed, ran up the stairs, and tripped and fell. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. 
Oh, that wasn't what I was thinking about. Um, I was thinking about when, I think it might have been your brother that pushed you in front of, uh, the, that was of the, the chainsaw. That was the only maze that has ever scared me, like, truly to my core. Because I was a little kid, super little, and my family took us to, like, this haunted maze in Manteca, California. And they only did it one year. And at the end, there was, it was my brother and I, and we were walking, we were in, like, the middle of this cornfield, and there's, like, this shed. This lady comes screaming, covered in blood, and all of a sudden we hear the chainsaw, like, a chainsaw start up. This big hulking guy comes running out, runs towards me, my brother shoves me in front of him, and my brother's also six years older than me, by the way, and I'm looking up at this guy waving a chainsaw in front of me, and I start crying and screaming. Then this guy, I, the actor realizes that I'm freaking out, so he goes after my brother. My brother runs and jumps over this barrel, cuts his arm open, and then my mom comes out of the corn maze laughing at what she sees. <laughs> Oh, and then after that, after that little section, we actually walked out, and I'm already bawling my eyes out. It's right at the end of the maze, and there's this tiny little circus area where a bunch of creepy clowns. We circled back. <laughs> Killer clowns. Because <laughs> I, I will never forget that moment of me crying after this chainsaw incident. And just seeing a bunch of clowns just like walking up to me. And I and in my head in my little six year or six or seven year old head, I'm just like you guys are just adding fuel to the fire right now. You guys are jerks. <laughs> but that's the point of the maze. I feel like whenever I go through mazes, I go through it with a grin and bear it. Like, I literally wave and say hi to, like, any person that tries to jump out at me. And my instincts are, like, on a full high. Like, my eyes are going everywhere, trying to look for, like, the tiniest amount of movement. Uh, my eyes, like, adjust really quickly to any darkness. My hearing gets picked up. It's like adrenaline coursing through you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. If it did come down to you and me in a maze, I would definitely push you in the way. Wow, that's rude. Uh, the, one of the last mazes I went to was during Halloween Horror Nights, and I'm, well... There's a bunch of mazes there. But they did, like, a Dracula meets a... Was it Wolfman meets Dracula or something like that? Or Wolfman meets Frankenstein, I think ah. is what it was. And I just remember there was this one section where there was, like, this, like, six-foot-five guy dressed up as Frankenstein. This guy and I had a stare-down for, like, two minutes straight. I held up the maze because him and I were just, like, not budging. And, like, he's towering over me, and I'm looking up at this guy. I'm, like, 5'7". My family's just like, Tyler, we gotta go. And I'm like, I'm not losing this. <laughs> and then eventually, Frankenstein, after, like, two minutes, started backing up. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> Is it universal where they can actually, like, put their hands no. on you to scare you? Most horror mazes, they are not allowed to touch you. Uh, and that, that's fairly more of a recent, and I say that in quotes, rule. But there are more intensive horror mazes where you have to sign waivers knowing that yeah. they are going to touch you and do stuff to you. Like, there are some really intense horror mazes where, like, there are people that will tell you, you have to section off this week, and at some point we're going to come kidnap you and put you in this maze. Like, they'll kidnap you from your house. And it's terrifying. And, like, I, I, it's so weird because, you know, they'll put you through, like, 
basically like essentially torture. They do like mild forms of waterboarding. They will like shove things in your mouth. Watch this whole documentary on it on like Hulu or Netflix. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like Scare Tactics or Scare Zone or something like that. I I, I could not get by that. I, I love scary mazes, but I don't think I could ever do that because I do not want to be tortured. Yeah. And I feel like that would be more real yeah. for the person. Like the psychological trauma that goes along with that. Yeah. It's not just uh, you're seeing these creepy clowns or werewolves or zombies or whatever, and you know that these people are in makeup. You're seeing these people like literally torturing you. And you don't know when it's going to stop or what the magic word is. Yeah. <laughs> Anything like that. You, when you sign that paperwork, you sign away basically your rights and they can do whatever they want except yeah. murder you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like drawing blood would also... Well, yeah. Yeah, like giving you like major cuts or anything like but that. But they will make you vomit. Yeah. They will lock you in confined spaces depending on the maze that you go to. It's insane. I would never want to go through any of that. Oh yeah, no, me neither. I love scary stuff, but that's like that draws the line for me when it becomes yeah. torture. <laughs> I like my scary stuff in the screen. I don't want it in front of me whatsoever. Yeah. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Going back to that to, you know, kind of wrap things up again. I, I fully love that movie. It is a cult classic. It is so ridiculous, and it's a good time to watch. Just the weapons, the, the shadow puppets, all the, oh, the ray yeah. guns, everything. It's yeah, fantastic I, and beautiful. Oh, my God. There is one part that I just found too ridiculous, and all of these people, like, it's 80s, kind of not the best acting for this movie. Oh, no, low-budget um, horror movie. Huh? Low-budget horror movie. Yeah. Um, there was one part where a clown was doing, um, like, shadow puppets on the wall and, like, entertaining this small group of people, and at one point, he made, what was it, the, um, I don't want to say, like, Paul Revere, but, like, a sh small ship full of, um... Little people? Yeah, from, like, the Revolutionary War and all that stuff. And at that point, like, if I was those people, I would be like, wait, how the heck is he doing that? Like, people's arms are moving. This is impossible. Run. <laughs> just some of the things are just so illogical. Yeah. They're from <laughs> outer space. They have the technology. Technology, magic, whatever you think. Yeah. Aliens. My god. That being said, uh, Tor, do you have any closing thoughts on Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Absolutely ridiculous movie. Go watch it. What would you rate it on a scale of uh, 1 to 10? 5. Okay. That's pretty solid. Alright guys, well, uh, thank you for listening and catch us next week for the next scary topic. We may do some more monsters or something true crime related or ghosty spooky stuff. <laughs> And like always, if you like this podcast, please like and subscribe. Um, and comment down below if you want to hear us talk about any of your favorite scary movies or any ghost scary topics, legends. urban legends, monsters, anything like that. Um, we will be happy to do a podcast on it. Yeah, we like to talk about anything scary. That's the point. 
<laughs> spooky scary, scary spooks. Spooky spooks. All right. See you guys next time. See ya.